0: It's time for a Shway Media Podcast. Hello, America. It's me, the Tim, I guess, (laughs) Uh, uh, producer of America the Podcast and several other shows on Shway Media. Um, Today's episode of America the Podcast is going to be a little different. Um, For starters, our host isn't here. He's currently out on the road. Um, We'll say he's talking to people um, for reasons that you will find out at the end of this episode. So what you're about to hear is an unedited conversation between our host and I that I managed to record on accident um, while working on a different show at the beginning of this year. You're also going to um, hear some unbelievable things about our host, uh, including his name. Um, So yeah, this is that episode, a uh, very special episode, we'll call it. Um, So without further ado, a conversation with me and our host. It's America, the podcast. Hello, Timothy. Oh, hey, man, what's up? Not much, just counting money. What are you doing? I'm working on uh, the new show, Space Adventure. Ah, uh, sounds nerdy. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. Mind if I sit? Yeah, man. Take a seat. Don't mind if I do. Uh, how are you? I'm good, man. Um, how are you? You look a little down. Oh, I've been better. Well, what's eating at you, man? Oh, I was visiting home for the holidays, as it were, um, D.C. Um, meeting with senators, congressmen, and I tried to meet with the president, but he wasn't there. He was in Mar-a-Lago. It's, it's gotten worse. It's really bad there, Tim. I know you follow politics as much as any other liberal snowflakey guy, but it's bad. And I don't know how to fix it for once. I, uh, I have been around for every president. I have been around and served in almost every administration. And I I don't know how to fix this one. I don't know how to lobby for America anymore. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I What I mean is I don't know what to do to bring the country together. As the embodiment of this country, it is on me to do so. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm for once at a loss for very important words. Right. Well, listen, man, um, I'm down to help you with your problem. But first, you just kind of reignited some uh, questions I've had in my mind uh, for a while. And I think now's the time for you to give me those answers. Um, So what do you mean? What questions do you have for me? Well, for starters, you said that you have been around for every president. And until just now, I always assumed you were a crazy person or just joking. Uh, How old are you, dude? Well, I'll be 242 in July, but I already say I'm that old anyways, because I like to seem older for the ladies. Um, okay, how is that possible? You don't look a day over 45. Oh, well, thank you. It's a combination of various creams that I get at Sephora, and, uh, also being, uh, well, sort of a, what do you call it, a a demigod, I guess. (laughs) Wait. What? Oh, how- Hold on, what? Well, it's like a person who's immortal and might have some powers. Like, they're not fully a god, like Hercules. Except I'm more American than he is, Greek son of a bitch. No, I I know what a demigod is. How are you a demigod? Well, I'm the embodiment of America. I thought you knew that. What does that mean, man? All right, I could have sworn I told you this years ago, but here we go anyways. I was born on July 4th, 1776, at the exact moment that the gavel fell and the Continental Congress officially adopted the Declaration of Independence, thereby making America, America. Yeah, so what? What does that have to do with you being a demigod? Well, it doesn't. It has to do with the fact that I was born a full-grown adult, immortal, and with the spirit of America in my mind, heart, and soul. How is any of this possible, though? Well, you've heard of Mother Earth, correct? Yeah, of course. Well, her real name is Terra. Terra. Hernandez. And I, well, I know we're not supposed to say the B word anymore. So, well, she's a real bitch sometimes. That's all I have to say. Anyways, just like her, every nation on earth gets their own embodiment. So then you really are the embodiment of America. Yes, I am the physical embodiment of America itself. It's like that uh, Neil Gaiman book, American Gods, except Showtime didn't fuck it up. Uh, it wasn't that bad, man, but that's not the point. Um, uh, So, like, every country has one. Like, England has one and everything? Yep, every single country. And uh, the embodiment of England is uh going by Benedict Cumberbatch these days, if I recall. Huh, no shit. Oh, yes. He actually used to go by John Aberdeen in his old form, but when he switched to his new form, I guess he wanted to go uh, full British with the new name. Who knows? I don't know. What do you mean, switched forms? Oh, well, every few decades, people like me uh, change our identities and appearances so we can, uh, you know, stay out of the public eye and uh, uh, not freak anybody out for the fact that we don't age. Well, I mean, you're in the public eye or ear rather right now. I mean, you have a podcast, a video series, you're a lobbyist. Hell, you worked for George Bush and Donald Trump. Like, you're very much in the public eye. I mean, you do know that. Right? Yes, smartass, I do know that. But what the general public does not know is that I actually am the embodiment of America and, you know, a demigod. Only you and a handful of other folks actually know that. But you've already said that, you know, on air and in your videos that you are the embodiment of America, the embodiment of the Republican Party, uh, which we'll need to address that in a second, too. What... Um, like, what are, you, what are you doing then, man? Well, I mean, it's a marketing thing for the show. It's a marketing thing that just turned out to be true. I mean, the American people are never going to believe this anyways, even if we did tell them the truth. Besides, I came here for my problem, and all you're doing is interrogating me. Yeah, but you've never, you know, told me any of this stuff before, regardless of what you think. So, all right, let's address your problem then. Uh, you are frustrated with what's going on in Washington. Well, welcome to the fucking club, buddy. Um... But all this shit was caused by the Republicans, arguably. Um, Yes, Democrats have their say in it, too. But you yourself have said before, especially in the first season, that you are the embodiment of the Republican Party. So, in a sense, this is your fault. You also took credit for some of the dumbass ideas that Donald Trump had. So, like, do you want to maybe give your reasons for that, maybe we can get to the bottom of your problems? Well, while I don't appreciate your tone, I will answer your questions. As far as being the embodiment of the Republican Party, I very much am that. The party you see before you today running this country is not the Republican Party. It is, well, for lack of a better term, a bastardization of what it once was. The Republican Party, at its true nature and core, is the party of Country, God, And when it all boils down to it, money. Every red, white, and blue-blooded American, and hell, every human being on this planet, whether you're a capitalist or a communist or a socialist, a Christian, a Muslim, a Jew, or, well, for sure a Scientologist, you love money. Money is your god and master and you its worshiper and slave. Every single person. You too, Tim. But... You know, that's the system that we have. We worship money. May it be the root of all evil, but at the same time, it's what keeps everything going. Unfortunately. I mean, Um, it's weird to hear you say that, man. Well, that's just the thing. I'm the embodiment of America, of you and every single other person. You're not a Republican, are you? No, right? No, I'm not. Exactly. Well, most people in this country are not either. Here we are. What I'm trying to say is that the majority of Americans disagree on basically everything, but because we're a democracy, the majority rules. I am the embodiment of America, and therefore my leanings sway with the majority, unless they are destructive to the republic. Take slavery, for instance. Back in the 1700s, even our forefathers owned slaves. I made my first 100,000, back then it wasn't billions yet, because I don't even think there was a billion dollars in the colonies. Um, I made my first 100,000 and I bought slaves, except that I released them afterwards, freed them. They could work for me, or they could go off and make their own lives somewhere else. Slavery was destructive. I did not take that side, despite the fact that the majority of Americans wanted it. It was not okay in my book, and I knew that out the gate. And the same thing goes with everything going on now. You know, there is a lot of Americans that are very much for building the wall to keep out the big scary Mexicans or something like that. I joined the resistance because the majority of Americans don't want this. A lot of my party, well, former party, wants something like a wall and to ban Muslims and to uh, somehow be rich because Donald Trump said they were going to be rich. That that's not the case. I'm with the resistance now and I am not in the Republican Party officially anymore. At least the current Republican Party as it stands. Because the majority of my people, Americans, they've had enough. They've had, uh, they don't want this anymore. I mean, how many school shootings did we have this year in 2017? How many public shootings did we have this year in 2017 how easy death and poverty can be fixed the majority of Americans are seeing that now and I myself while it took a long time am seeing it myself I still always and forever will be a Republican and I will be a fiscal conservative because I believe that the money that All hard-working American patriots pay in their taxes should be used to keep every goddamn American alive and healthy, that our soldiers shouldn't live on the streets. It sickens me. I've been around for 242 years and nothing has sickened me in this country more than the way we are heading. We've had terrible things go wrong in this country. Segregation, um, the Great Depression. Terrible things. And I watched my party dwindle into what everybody always assumed that they were. Racists. Bigots. People that would rather stomp on their brother and sisters rather than help lift them up. That's not what America was founded on. Give me your tired, your poor, and your huddled masses. All of them. Bring them in. Bring the children to me, Jesus of Nazareth said. But then you have people like Stephen Miller running around saying, no, that's not what America was founded on. That was added to the Statue of Liberty later. We don't want your immigrants here. Fuck you, Stephen Miller, you little bald Nazi. You do not know what America was founded on. You were not there. Did you know he's in his early 30s? That's creepy, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, I know you can't choose your appearance, but he should really choose a different way of, you know, having a face, basically. Um, where was I? I'm not a member of the Republican Party anymore because I don't want to be a member of any party, frankly. America shouldn't be a member of a single party. I mean, as Americans... We should be putting our country first. All the time. But we should not ignore and turn a blind eye to those in need. Our country is great already, by the way. Without needing to shun the very people that made it great in the first place. I'm not going to pretend to know what went wrong and where it went wrong. Maybe it was me. Maybe it was Ike. Maybe it was Reagan. Maybe it was Clinton maybe it was Donald Trump it's most likely Stephen Miller but you know he hasn't been around that long so it's can't all have been him piece of shit yeah he is i don't know what to do i guess that's why i'm here i came and interrupted your uh the outer space recording session or whatever the hell you're doing space adventure it's a show comes out in july Well, whatever. What should I do? I I mean, I have resulted to asking a common, you know, thousandaire instead of my fellow billionaires. Well, man, I mean, lobbying has kind of ruined this country, so maybe it was you. Like, have you thought about a different way to serve the country? Well, talking to politicians and helping write policy is really all I know. Also, spending lots of money. Like, like offensive amounts of money. I need you to understand that. Yeah, I get it, man. But, like, you know, you just described what a senator or or a congressman does. I did? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean... No, that that's impossible. I, I know too many people there already. Well, if America is a business, isn't business all about who you know? I suppose, but what are you getting at? Well, you don't like Ted Cruz much, do you? God, no. Nobody does. I mean, I find it fascinating that he eats poop, but, I mean, who, who wouldn't find that fascinating? He's a sitting U.S. senator that eats human feces. Yeah, that's gross, but you probably can't prove that. Oh, Um, I can. But he is up for re-election this year. You're aware of that, right? I've been a lobbyist in Washington for over 200 years. Of course I know he's up for re-election. So why don't you run against him? I mean, you want to serve your country. Why don't you actually serve your country instead of trying to be a puppet master person behind the scenes and also a weird billionaire demigod thing? I'm not a thing. I'm a man. But I do like your line of thought. Hmm. No, 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 no. It wouldn't work. The registration deadline has already passed. I couldn't run as a Republican or even a Democrat if I wanted to, and I don't want to be a candidate for either of those parties. Yeah, but you're an independent. Run an independent bid. Yes, but I still have to register. Not if you do a write-in. What do you mean? Be a write-in candidate. Do do, do a write-in campaign. Have people write your name in. Just take the votes away from Ted Cruz, better O'Rourke's going to win anyways. So you're telling me to pull a Ross Perot? I mean, if that means running a Senate bid to help take votes away from the biggest, slimiest piece of shit to walk the Senate floor since Strom Thurmond and anybody else from that era, then yeah, man. I mean, de-seating Ted Cruz should be a priority for Democrats in Texas. Better work has got a decent chance, and, I mean, you could help him along. So exactly like Ross Perot. Hmm. Well, that might not be such a bad idea. I really don't like that guy, and most of my friends in Washington might consider it an actual favor. Huh. All right. I'll do it. I'll run for Senate. All right. Um, cool. Uh, I'll make up your graphics, man. Um, I'll trick out the... Um, the Twitter and Facebook pages, uh, but, I mean, we can't tell people to write in The Bastard. Right. Uh, So, I guess last question. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. What's your name? Are you serious? You don't know my name? I mean, you introduced yourself to me as The Bastard. No, I introduced myself to you as Thebe Stard. What? What? what are you talking about? My name is Thebodius A. Stard, of the New England Stards. I go by Theb for short. Theb A. Stard. And you don't see how that might be a little bit confusing when you say it in that quasi-New Englandy accent you've got going on? Well, of course I do. I'm not an idiot. It's obviously been a nickname for me for many years, one which I've adopted, and, well, let's be honest, I can be a bit of a bastard sometimes. ha ha ha. <laughs> yes. And what the hell do you mean quasi-New England accent? I'm from one of the oldest families in America. We helped found this country the Stards. Right. Don't act like you have never read about the New England Stards in your history books. Um, no. Nobody's ever read about the New England Stards. Huh. Um, but then again they leave a lot out of history books, so mm, they do indeed. Knows? Knows? <laughs> um Thabadius A Stard? Wait, uh, what does the A stand for? America. Of course it does. Okay, well, I'll get graphics ready that read Thebidias A starred uh, for Senate. Okay. Um, and, uh, oh, Oh, holy shit. What? Uh, dude, this has been recording this whole time. I forgot to turn this off, man. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll delete it. No, no, no. Leave it. We can use this. Let's release it as an episode. We do the first few episodes of the season, release this halfway through, then a couple more episodes, then I'll stop and run for Senate. We can use this as my Senate announcement. And apparently nobody knows my name, so we can use that as some sort of a teaser throughout the season. And then slightly hint that I'm running for Senate throughout the season. This could be a good thing. Get out there and take votes away from that slimy piece of shit. Don't forget Poop Eater. Ha <laughs> ha, yes indeed, Ted Cruz does eat poop. Well... Considering this has been recording, if you're still listening, America, and Texas especially, my name is Thebadias A. Stard of the New England Stards, a.k.a. The Bastard, host of America the Podcast, and I am running for Senate. If you are a true Republican, then you need to vote for a true Republican. Me, Thebadias A. Stard, I will go to work for you. Unlike my opponent Ted Cruz, who allegedly murdered 37 people between the late 1960s and early 70s under the name the Zodiac, whose father worked with Fidel Castro to assassinate John F. Kennedy, who continuously votes against your interests, and who is the definition of being bought and paid for. And trust me, as a lobbyist, or rather former lobbyist, I bought and paid for him many times over. Okay, uh, only a couple of those things about Ted are true. Let's be honest. Yes, but which ones? I don't even know anymore. If you're a Republican and you find yourself at the polls this November and still simply can't bring yourself to vote for Beto O'Rourke and make a rational decision for once in your life, but still have enough of a moral compass to not vote for a man that microwaves then eats human excrement with honey on top, I might add, then I suggest you write in a candidate and that candidate should be me, Thebidias A. Stard. I will work for you, Texas. And even if I don't make it all the way to Washington, I will have done my part to keep Ted Cruz out of Washington and providing you, the Republican Texan, a way to vote your conscience. My name is Thabadius A. Stard, and I approve this message. How was that? Uh, that was good. That was a good campaign message. Uh, we got to make some videos and stuff and do a lot more planning, but uh, uh, right now we got to get ready for the first episode of the season. So, All right, well, I'm going to go pour myself a glass of bourbon. Um, What's the episode called? Uh, I don't think you're going to like it. How bad could it possibly be? Uh, It's called All Men Are Trash. Ah, of course. So, uh, I'm just not going to win this Senate race at all, then. (laughs) Probably not, man. (laughs) Well, at any rate, here's to unseating Ted Cruz. Cheers, man. For America. The podcast. No, son. In this case, it's For America. It's America! The Podcast!